Hi, this is Kathy. And this is Charity, and you're listening to Macchiato Moms at midnight. At midnight. <laughs> We're back in action. Been what like three weeks? Half action. <laughs> yeah, we're back in caffeinated action. Yeah. It's almost midnight. It's eleven o'clock p.m. We'll see if we're coherent. <laughs> I know. I feel really tired. My yeah. head just feels like heavy. Like, mm-hmm. come on, bend it down. <laughs> <laughs> that means you want to go to sleep. <laughs> as soon as I lay down, though, I'm not going to be tired. Yeah. Well, these two cups of coffee would don't help. But... <laughs> We'll Today's Father's Day. Yes. Happy Father's Day to any... Happy belated Father's Dad. Day. Because this will be posted after Father's Day. Listen to Macchiato Moms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about this? Moms, tell your, your husbands that we uh, said Happy Father's yeah. Day. Yeah. Or moms, go. if you play both roles yeah. in your kid's life. There you go. Happy Father's Day. Also, we're praying for you. Yes. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> So charity. Yes. How was your day? It was good. It was really, really restful. I didn't I the only thing like productive that I did was rearrange the bookshelf. And I am it I'm happy now that it's done. <laughs> I feel like I finally can find things. And like I did wonder. one thing off my checklist and that's good. Yeah. Well I cleaned the house the day before yesterday mm-hmm. and I did the whole thing. It was so weird, too, because I cleaned the house, and then today, there's, like, 20 things spilt on the carpet. Yeah. That's just awesome. That's just how it goes. It's karma. <laughs> that you don't deserve, so what is yeah. that? It's, it's something from, like, years anarchy. ago. Anarchy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there you go. It's coming back from... Just kidding. We don't believe in karma, you guys. No. <laughs> just clarifying, in case somebody thinks, yeah. No. We know um, that the Bible says Jesus will have his justice. Yeah. Well, and we're forgiven, right? Yeah. Yeah, so there's no there's no it coming back to haunt us because we already asked for forgiveness, right? Yeah. What about you guys? How was Mill Pond? Mm-hmm. It was good. It, you know what's funny is Father's Day was actually a lot more restful than Mother's Day. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. I don't know. I think... I mean, Mother's Day was nice because they cooked for us and you know cleaned up for us but it was still like all of us together so mm-hmm. that's always crazy yeah you know you get five kids we still had to watch the kids while they were cooking yeah there you go that was the crazy part we usually do both yeah <laughs> what are we doing next year <laughs> well when we were planning it ian goes well did you guys ask the guys what they wanted to do i'm like well did you ask me what we wanted to do for mother's day yeah no, Mother's Day was really nice. It was. They planned it. it was and nice. They tried to day. make it a surprise. Should have initiative, yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, no, we were supposed to go hiking, but we didn't because we both, beca- I wanted to redo the bookshelf, and then Cody got his Father's Day gift uh, early because it came, <laughs> and then I said, it's going to be here today while I'm gone. Please don't open the box because it doesn't matter if it's not addressed to Cody, he will open, open it. Open it, yeah. And then he goes, well, why can't I just have it? <laughs> I was like, you know what, whatever. Just Fine. do what you want. Open it, and then you'll get nothing on Father's Day. Well, I felt bad because he was getting nothing, so I went and got him this huge box of chocolates, like huge mm-hmm. box, and I gave that to him today, and him and the kids sat down and just ate the whole thing and got sick. And that, oh. Luca, I didn't tell them that I got it. I got it yesterday after I worked at church, and uh, I told Luca to go get it this morning when she woke up from under the bed, 
And when she came out, she saw what it was, and she was laughing when she's carrying this big box. And she goes, we're going to get so sick. Uh, <laughs> you're like, probably. Yeah, and that's, I just started oh. dying laughing. I was like, yeah, whatever. Go yeah. for it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why every holiday in America is surrounded by sugar. <laughs> or <Yeah>. bad food. <laughs> but it is. And I like it. <laughs> I didn't have bad food today. Well, we, I mean, we, we barbecued hot dogs. So that, I mean, those aren't necessarily the best thing for you, but they were kosher. <laughs> there you go. But, uh, we Everything got, any plus. <laughs> we have a Traeger, so we never use briquettes. So we bought briquettes and we found ones that are made out of coconut, made out of like coconut husks. Weird. Yeah, it just it says 100% coconut. Well, we didn't realize you have to have lighter fluid to make them grow. <laughs> so we're like, we're like ripping paper out of my notebook, oh, no. getting sticks and leaves and putting them on top of the briquettes. And uh, what else? Oh, uh, <laughs> I had a lavender hand sanitizer we oh put on it God. to try to light it. And we're at a campsite. So, organic side. charcoal, but yeah. everything else ruined well, no, it. Well, the lavender was organic, and it had it had organic ethyl alcohol, which I don't know what that is. I still don't think you're supposed to no, inhale that in any way. But it got burned off because it, we had to wait forever for them to heat up, and then Ian's like, I didn't even get to clean the grates. Oh, and my gosh. It's just, he's like, and the hot dogs are kind of like, you had to wipe them off. We ate it. It tasted good, and they were hot. So, but it took us like a good hour and a half just to get the hot dogs And the kids are like starving already, and so we pretty much just went there to eat. And the kids got a little bit wet, and then we left. It was the cat? Was it? Yeah. I thought it was the kids. No, she just jumped down off of her thing. Okay. Our cat is making noise once again. It sounds like a squeaky mouse. <clears throat> She's weird. I just, my daughter has a bunk bed, and so I thought one of my kids fell off the bed because I heard a jump, and then, <laughs> so I was like, no! That's yeah. not a breaking arm. I was just thinking, how I high know. is that? I it know. sounds like a little rail, though, doesn't it? Yeah, it yeah. does. I'm just thinking Johnny waking up, being all disoriented, mm. but <clears throat> normally what he does when he wakes up is he'll come into our bedroom, but if he's up there, he'll probably just cry, and then Elise will cry. Mm-hmm. They'll both cry. <laughs> when when Luca had her bunk bed up, her bed is so thick that it there was like yeah no rail yeah <laughs> that was how her oh her old mattress was, mm-hmm. and I was like this isn't good, <laughs> so we got a new mattress. Gosh, I was like scared. I yeah, was really scared. She was just gonna roll off. She got really wild one night. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Let's see here. We were talking about the Holy Spirit in our everyday life. Time? Everyday life. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about the Holy Spirit in our everyday life. Charity just said lifetime. <laughs> I guess we want to be living in the Spirit for our whole lifetime. Yeah, right? I don't know what I was thinking when I wrote it. This was a while ago. Was it at night? Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. was. That's, that's that's it. That's it. Yeah. So uh, the last podcast we talked about um, the eternal and internal battle that's going on all around us and 
all day long. And then we've also talked about the history of God giving us the Holy Spirit. Hopefully you guys took from that that we need the Holy Spirit. Seriously, the cat has been quiet the whole time. I know. And as, as soon as, as we start. start. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so hopefully you came to the conclusion that you need the Holy Spirit and maybe it gave you some insight as to why. And today we're going to be talking about how we can call on and use the power <clears throat> of the Holy Spirit in our everyday life. Time. <laughs> life. Cherry. I know. No, life time. It's on the paper. It has to be said. All right, so we're going to start by reading Galatians five thirteen through 21. And it is uh, just like the chapter title, not chapter, just that section title is called Life by the Spirit. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. For the, etern- the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. If you bite and devour each other, watch out, or you will be destroyed by each other. So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that, so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious sexual immorality, impurity, and debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, (laughs) hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissension, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. It is just so weird to see orgy in the Bible. I'm just going to say it. I know. (laughs) And it's so weird to say it. It is. <laughs> this is carousing. Oh, that's a much carousing. Uh, carousing. That just sounds uh, not that bad when you say it. Orgy sounds so much worse. I don't so know because if you just take the C Bible. off, it's arousing. So <laughs> it's crowd arousing. <laughs> carousing. <laughs> <Yeah>. Crowd arousing. <laughs> oh lord. Yuck. Yeah, that is so gross. <sighs> okay, so that kind of sums up. The battles of flesh and spirit and kind of tells you what not to do. Yeah, so I'll start just by saying mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit. One of the biggest hang-ups I had after becoming a Christian was that I didn't know if I had the Holy Spirit and I wasn't sure how to find out. Um, I don't think, I really don't think that I heard and if it, I just might have not been paying attention. But anyone saying to like call on the Spirit or pray in the Spirit... I really don't remember, like, that being said a lot. Which is weird, because I feel like now, it is said a lot. <laughs> it's it's a lot more prevalent now. Uh, I mean, I feel like I never heard it in a way that I quite understood how. Mm. Like, Maybe I would say, like, be baptized. I would hear, be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Um, and I would think that it's a one, it's like a one-time thing Mm -hmm. and then you're good and you don't continually utilize the Holy Spirit. I never had it laid out that way to me and I Mm -hmm. never saw it practiced that way Mm -hmm. because I would see Christians who are struggling with their sin and not utilizing the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. But then we would go to church and that's when the Holy Spirit came alive all of a sudden, you know, people dancing in the aisles and it's, that's not 
Mm-hmm. Well, I just, I recently, uh, Kathy and I talk about this podcast all the time, Telling the Truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pete Brisco, I can't remember what it was on that I was listening to, and it's been a while, but he was talking about how people look at um, church like they're going and it's just like a day of football. And they're going and they're listening mm-hmm. to the preacher who's the coach giving them the plays just for the day. And then when they leave church, like they're off of their field. So they're no longer fighting or playing or yeah. trying to get the ball down the field. Yeah. And then it just starts over again on Sunday. I think that that happens a lot. Um, but I just, so I just want to get it out there. If you have accepted Christ of your, as your saver, saver, as your saver, <laughs> as your savior, and believe that what he did on the cross was and is for you, you've said the prayer, you've asked him to live in your heart, then you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you, ready to be activated by you at any moment. And hopefully every moment of your day. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, but even then I was really unclear like why I had him or what he did or like how I knew that he was doing it. Because I mean when you think like you're talking yourself through something and you're just like thinking something. Even if it's something biblical that's coming to me I would be like that's just myself so how do I know if that's right. But it's because it's the Holy Spirit giving you yeah. <laughs> like the passage to go to and look at. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I struggled with that a lot when I first became a Christian because I would just think that it was my own idea that I was getting. And then I felt, even though the Holy Spirit was guiding me, I felt like maybe I was still doing something wrong because I was just hearing my own voice. Yeah. Yeah. You weren't like aware of really how you would hear the Holy yeah. Spirit. You would... Because you always think of, like, it's this booming voice. Exactly. Kathy, go and give that guy a dollar or something. But it's really, it's just, like, these nudges inside Mm -hmm. that you feel. Yeah. um, And that you know, like, normally I wouldn't felt that. I wouldn't have felt that way before I was a Christian. I wouldn't have felt the desire to do those things. Yeah. And then that's how you know it's from God. Mm-hmm. That's why also it's important to be in the Word. So you yes. can know Him more and then you recognize His voice more. Yeah. Well, I think that something is so interesting. And I heard it said a lot at The Rock, my old church, uh, that like the Word is useless without the Holy Spirit he's the one who activates it for us mm-hmm. and like takes us where yeah, we need yeah. to go and he's the one who brings it alive and helps us to understand it yeah yeah and I think <clears throat> that's why like for me I I was I became Christian at a young age but I really you know I still sinned mm-hmm. and when you sin you are separated more from the spirit you don't really fully you're not attuned to him and um when I I would really feel the Holy Spirit when I would you know, come to a realization of my sin, repent, and that's when I would feel like on fire for God, is what mm-hmm. they call it. But then, over time, I would start sinning again, and I would slowly slip away, and then I think I just got to a point of where I was sinning so much and not repenting that I just stopped understanding God's mm-hmm. word. And I stopped wanting to go to church because I didn't understand God's word, and I didn't read my Bible, and it's like, if you don't, if you're not vigilant and like, um, what's the word? It's, it starts with the I. Intentional. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> then you will slowly start to slip away mm-hmm. from what it is you've already learned. Yeah. And you start to forget. It's, mm-hmm. it's weird. Yeah. You can review our podcast on apathy. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, 
I forgot to say this first, and I've been wanting to do the the like Greek and Hebrew words, but the word for um like just describing him as our helper is paraclete and it means helper, advocate, and loving counselor. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the definition of the Holy Spirit like that because it's just such a tangible way of understanding like what, what his he does. purpose yeah. is. I mean, we could stop right there. He yeah. is our helper, advocate, and our counselor. That's it, folks. He's going to help you through your life. Yeah. We're done. Just um, yeah. Okay, so one of the ways that the Holy Spirit, um, that we can use him in our everyday life and that he is present in our everyday life mm-hmm. um, is by showing us God's love and helping us give other people God's love. So Romans 5, 5 says, hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. And that is something that I constantly have to stop and declare for myself Mm -hmm. because I forget that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I forget that. And I forget that I'm supposed to be using the Holy Spirit to show, to like lead me to God's love and what God thinks of me. And I can let the world start to tell me what I should be thinking of myself. And then that is what I end up pouring out on my husband and my kids. And then Mm -hmm. my love becomes conditional for them. Mm -hmm. And that is so bad. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You start to think almost like, if I do this for God, then I will feel loved by God. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, like the works. Yeah. We we can't work for our salvation, guys. Well, it's just like... What about your kids? If do you love your kids only when they do things that you want them to? Sometimes. That, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, on our, that's our, what I'm on our bad days. Yeah. But I mean, like, we love them unconditionally, mm-hmm. and that's what the Holy Spirit's there to show us mm-hmm. is that God loves us unconditionally and remind us. Yeah. That. And we cannot show that love of God without the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And that love that the Holy Spirit is manifesting in us is agape. And Mm -hmm. this, it's not a feeling that is a choice. It's a continual choice to be kind and to sacrifice for others, to be patient, to be selfless. Anything really that you need to be married, to have children, to just really function properly in public (laughs) with other people. (laughs) Well, it's like when they say love is a verb. That's what they mean. Exactly. Love is a verb is that word, agape. Yeah. Yeah. And that like... Without the Holy Spirit, we're in a constant state of, like, a competition and then mm-hmm. just, like, reprimanding one another for what we're doing and, like, the, I hate saying it, but tit-for-tat mentality. I hate that saying. I don't know why. I think it's because I have to say tit <laughs> in the beginning. <laughs> tit-for-tat mentality. And we really need to step away from that because huh? mm-hmm. we are to love others as Christ loves us and, um, and still loves Yeah. Them. And how we do that is by calling on the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and just asking him to point out to us. Because first, we have to know it for ourselves. It's going to be impossible for you. It's that saying, what is it? You can't love others if you don't love yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't show people God's love if you don't know it. <laughs> or Yeah, if you don't know his love and you don't believe that he really loves yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing I like about the tip for tat mentality thing is is in our marriages Mm -hmm. we do that like we think i'm not going to show my husband this kind of love because he doesn't ever help me in the house or you know if maybe if he was more um 
emotionally connected to me, I would be willing to be more sexually be intimate. More, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like we can't have that mentality. Mm. We can't always be looking for what are other people going to do for me before I do stuff for them. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, what kind of world would that be if there is always people <clears throat> just waiting to show love when somebody else shows it? There would be no love mm-hmm. in this world because we're all at the core selfish yeah you know and so something we christ and the holy spirit is what helps us move above that to put ourselves aside for a moment and then show love and we're supposed to turn to christ and the holy spirit for the love that we're looking for because nobody else can give us supply that the way that we're looking for it we think that they can and we get let down every time that's because that's what's advertised to us now Mm mm-hmm yeah like you just said the other day it's advertised in books the shows that we watch mm-hmm. ads mm-hmm. everywhere you go every kiss begins with k yeah <laughs> she won't kiss you if you don't give me then he loves you yeah <laughs> yeah yep. no and that i think that's what's really sad is that sad and also kind of awesome that we can start that is because everyone around us is craving that Mm -hmm. clearly if you look at society today Mm -hmm. all the things that things that are happening i mean women are going even men are doing it but we're they're going and they're going under like they're having surgery to physically change their appearance because Mm -hmm. they think that that's what's going to get them that love and it it and it's selfish if you think about it to think that we should get that kind of love from mm-hmm. a yeah. human because we are so flawed. Yeah. But we don't, de- that's the thing is we don't deserve that kind yeah. of love, but yet we get it. Yeah. And that's grace. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's awesome because I mean, you can use the Holy spirit to find that love and then you get to spread it some- to mm-hmm. other people and it does have to start somewhere. So what better way than one of you <laughs> or me or Kathy? <laughs> We'll, we'll stick to them, okay? <laughs> no. Actually, that's a big thing for me is each morning I got to pray and be like, okay, God, Jesus, <laughs> pour your Holy Spirit in me and make me full of your love this morning yeah. so that I can go and pour that out into other people. Otherwise, I ain't going to have it. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Because people can get mean with their glasses. Yeah. I sell glasses, you guys, and people can get really mean and I understand it's kind of scary if you get a new pair of glasses and you can't see right. But I just go based off the prescription. So in the end, it's you not my fault. your eyes checked in and a while. So yeah. I, I, all I have to say is since I've you know rededicated my life to Christ and really poured into the Word, I'm so much more patient with people like that. Like before, mm-hmm. I'd just be like so impatient and short and just annoyed. And now I'm like more compassionate mm-hmm. and more calm and I've just had people be like well thank you for thank you for listening and uh you have a really calming presence about you which I've never had said about me before yeah. <laughs> and I'm like the whole time I'm thinking it's Jesus it's Jesus it ain't me <laughs> but um and some people if I feel comfortable enough you'll say, say that. that I'll but, say you should say that yeah <laughs> see I work at a church so I think for me it's most last week I did have one lady who was mean in the mm-hmm. office and it totally threw me off and I like didn't even know what it You're like, I literally right I literally yeah. froze I was like I I was trying to think of what to say to her and I was like what what do I say to her <laughs> <laughs> and the office manager came out and she goes are you like 
<laughs> I was like, I'm just frozen. <laughs> Literally frozen. Was it like somebody who came it in? Was, yeah, was she came in. It was just, but. Because uh, I was going to say, if somebody was working no, there, no, no, that, no, no. that's bad. <laughs> no, no. I think I know everyone there well enough yeah. to, I would be like, check your heart. <laughs> yeah, check your heart. <laughs> oh, man. I love that video. You know, this John Christ, I want to go see Chris. I don't know. I want to see know. him really bad. How you say his name, uh, but it's funny that it's, that's his last name. Yeah, I wonder if it's real, though. Yeah. Maybe he changed it. But, Stage name. Yeah. No, you. Holy Spirit helps us to love people. Yes. So, remember that when you're feeling not very loving. Yeah. Um, another thing that he helps us with is our prayers. Romans eight twenty six and twenty seven says, "Likewise, in likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought." But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit. Because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. Mm-hmm. And just so you know, when it says the saints, they're talking about us. They're talking about you. That was the biggest like revelation for me to know that. Because mm-hmm. like, I was like, well, what? Are, do they mean like the elders? Or do they mean like... What do they mean by the saints? Like, I'm not Catholic. (laughs) (laughs) And then somebody explained to me, because there's a verse, I can't remember, Paul says that we are God's holy ones, we're his Mm -hmm. saints, when we accept Christ. I'm Mm -hmm. like, what? I ain't no saint. (laughs) Yeah. But we are. (laughs) Yes. You are supposed to be. (laughs) Yeah. So it's saying that the Spirit intercedes for us mm-hmm. like he through our prayers especially if you're praying for fellow christians the mm-hmm. spirit can pray through you yeah and that i think that's why it's important to know god's word as well because if you are praying with someone he can give you i mean scripture is so powerful to be prayed mm-hmm. out loud and over someone uh i mean he can bring that up for you mm-hmm. when you're praying for someone he can bring up something specific and um i just think it's awesome that like there God is telling us that he will never leave us alone mm-hmm. to our, even when we don't know what to pray for. He's like, mm-hmm. "I'll do it for you." Yeah. <laughs> I can well, help you with that. Well, and you think about people saying saying, you know, like God told me to pray for that person. Mm-hmm. Like just go up and pray for him and I'm like I'm always thinking I would never be able to do that cuz I I got to think it out first. Yeah. And it's like this is saying that no, you no, can't you don't. do that. Yeah. And he doesn't want us to think it out first. He wants to let the spirit mm-hmm. speak through us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and that, I think it's awesome that he um, he reminds us mm-hmm. to be asking for things that are in accordance with God's will for our lives. And I didn't, that was one thing that I never understood. Because I'd be like, I don't know what God wants me to do. Mm-hmm. Like, how am I supposed to know what I'm mm-hmm. supposed to be praying for? He's going to tell me. I would think that this was my moment of, like, euphoria. Revelation. I'd be praying. Yeah. The Holy Spirit would be like, this is God's will for your life. And then I'd be like, this. yeah. And I would, like, know the story, you know. And so when I wouldn't get that, I'd be like, this is incorrect, I think. <laughs> On my part. God, just show me what you want to do. That's what I would pray for Yeah. Just show me what you want to do. Just show me what you want to do. And he's, like, thinking... Look in the Bible. I've showed yeah. you what I want you to do. Yes. Well, in that, I mean, this... When I was able to understand this, and mm-hmm. honestly, the part that I would pick out, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. Mm-hmm. There are times where I literally can't open my Other mouth words. and say a word. Mm-hmm. But this is my assurance that mm-hmm. that is still my prayer for God, and or just to him. And 
there's a lot of things that, like, I don't know why things are happening. I don't know. My husband isn't a Christian right now. He yeah. made me, a, he led me to Christ, and then he stepped away. I don't know why that happened. My dad, we have a horrible relationship. He has a ton of health issues. I don't know why that happened. I don't know why he's still alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when I go to pray for them, there are times where I have no idea what to say. Because you've already said it all. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But he just, he helps me to pray for them. Mm-hmm. And regardless of, like, there's times where something's come out of my mouth and I'm like, I don't want to say that. Mm-hmm. Like, just even your will be done. Yeah. I hate saying yeah. that because <laughs> I am relinquishing like, no. control. My and I am saying, yes, yeah. whatever you want to do, mm-hmm. I will submit to it. Yeah. Yeah. I was praying the other day and it was just like, I was, I had all these things. I wrote out a whole list of all these things to pray for. And I wrote it out thinking this was what, I, what I'm going to pray. And then I start praying and all of a sudden it was completely different than yeah. what I was going to be praying. And I'm like, okay, well, we're going to go with this. Yeah. God. See, sometimes I do that or I'll be praying for a specific situation. And like, I'll be praying for someone else's heart. And then God will be like, Check I need you heart. to repent right now. And so I'll start by praying mm-hmm. for someone else. And then it will end with mm-hmm. me in tears apologizing. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think that's his way of saying, like, don't worry about other people's heart. Don't worry about other people's sin. Yeah. Look at your own. And it's it's weird that when you are, you don't, you may not even be aware of your sin. Mm. And you start praying for other people's and then all of a sudden you start to see yours. And it may not have anything to do with what that Mm -hmm. other person is doing, but it's just like he's revealing it to you. The number one thing that God always tells me is worry about yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Just worry about what you are doing, because you're doing a lot of things wrong. <laughs> Let me give you the list yeah. right now. Well, for me, it's always like I hear God going, well, what about you? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, what about me? <laughs> you're right. Yeah. Well, and I think that even that right there just shows the importance of praying for yourself. Mm-hmm. Because we also, we are supposed mm-hmm. to intercede for other people, but it does say the Holy Spirit intercedes for us. We are supposed mm-hmm. to be praying for ourselves. Right. Um, but the scripture, I picked this one for here because it, it does give me comfort. It it scares me to know that when I pray and when the Holy Spirit is guiding me in prayer, that I am relinquishing my life, my husband's life, my kids' lives, everything yeah. over to God's will. And I am saying... I know that I have no control and I am submitting mm-hmm. to yours. But when we have the Holy Spirit, that is also so comforting yeah. because whatever God is going to do with your life and whatever he's going to do in the lives of your family, it's going to be for his purpose and his will. And there will be a point. There's going to be times. I mean, there's times right now where I'm like, I have no idea what you're doing with this, God. And I'd really like to know. But I can look back on it later. And I can see things that have happened in the past now that I know those things absolutely had to happen for me to be here right now. And I just think, like, in knowing that, being able to just stop for a minute and look at all the things that God has done in your life, that also is going to bring you that comfort and just knowing that he has a purpose. And that the Holy Spirit will also be guiding you in that in your prayer. And if you are praying in the Spirit, you are going to have comfort regardless of what you're praying for. Yeah, yeah, for sure, because if you are praying with, you know, God in mind, and Mm -hmm. you're not, and 
I'm not going to say that every time you'll feel the Holy Spirit because sometimes mm -hmm. you'll feel like you're praying to a brick wall and that's that's usually when you have to examine your heart mm -hmm. and what's going on with you to see if there's some sin that's there keeping you away from God. But there will be times where God has, you know, pulled himself away from you because he's wanting you to keep pouring in. Mm -hmm. He's wanting you to keep pouring in. And, but yet the Holy Spirit will be there to comfort you and as long as you are continually in the word and continually pouring into him and showing God that, you know, you trust him. Yeah. That's what he wants is he wants you to show him that you trust him. Mm -hmm. And that's not always easy. No, it's not. And we just recently had a conversation with someone else who, like, was feeling upset about showing loving actions towards someone and not getting anything back from mm -hmm. that person. And I, that's kind of, it, it's a dangerous trap to get in, expecting to always be receiving love back. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you look at Jesus' life, it, it's very few yeah. times that he received that love back. Yeah. But God isn't going to let those times that we do that go. Mm -hmm. our, he, our efforts aren't going to be wasted. Yeah, God is going to use every action. Exactly. He's going to use every action that we have in his mm -hmm. name for good. Yeah. And it... Yeah, and we have to remember our journeys with Christ and how we had to go through the things that we went to in order to be where we are now. Mm -hmm. That same, that goes for other people. They, they have to be go through what they need to go through before they get to their spot with Christ. Yeah, and you know, you planting the seeds, they don't go to waste. I mean, that is a scripture. I don't know the exact scripture, but God says mm -hmm. that you know you plant whatever you plant in faith. God will not let go of the waste. Yeah. <clears throat> you will reap a harvest. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. So, I just, I just love that God helps you <laughs> pray. Yeah. Pray, because it's like, when I read that verse, and that wasn't even until, what, it was in Mom's Connection, I think, that we learned about that. I was just like, well, that takes a load off. Oh, when Zona did it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I was like thinking... I've all this time been trying to be so dang wordy, mm -hmm. and all this says is groaning. Yeah. Like, sometimes I'm just groaning, and I even do that now where I'm just like, because anytime I feel the presence of the Holy Spirit, I cry. Mm -hmm. Like, anytime. Um, I'm just an emotional person. <laughs> anytime yeah, I have too. strong That's emotions, why I, don't like, I cry. I don't like praying in public. Yeah. Because I start crying. Yeah. <laughs> I, start, I start almost hyper, hyperventilating because I'm trying not to cry. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> yeah, sometimes I just have to say just Jesus over and over yep. and over again because I have no other words and I just have to let him have, you know, what's in my heart and what's in my spirit because he knows, he yeah. knows what is weighing me down and even like sometimes those prayers are like the most uplifting mm -hmm. of all. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I agree. What are you looking for? I'm trying to find the, the <laughs> scripture. So it's with that one. Oh. I didn't have any other notes, but it's there. It's there. <laughs> um, so he also helps us to remember God's word and apply it to our lives. And this is something that we touched mm -hmm. on when we first started. John fourteen twenty six says, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. And that all that I have said to you is the Bible. Yes. So if you read it, it will be yes. in your head and the Holy Spirit Jesus, will bring it back to you. Jesus, all he has said to us. And that, I mean, to me that right there proves 
that, I mean, if you believe in Jesus and you believe in what he says is truth, then that just proves the validity mm -hmm. of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Mm -hmm. Because he's saying that the Holy Spirit is going to help them remember what he said. Mm -hmm. And they're the ones who wrote it down, you know. So it just shows that everything in here is, you know, uh, what Jesus said. Mm -hmm. and especially since Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and John all had, like, similar accounts. You know, words to words. Yeah, they, I don't know how, who wrote what, what when. I don't know that history. I'm sure some people do. <laughs> but, yeah. But it just shows that, you know, it was so similar in their accounts of things that it's crazy. I, I, I always wonder, like, with when Jesus was born, like, did he tell them about, this is what happened, Matthew, Mark, Luke? <laughs> or was it the Holy Spirit, like, gave them visions of it? Because they weren't there. <laughs> I don't know. Some of them might not have even been born yet at that point. That's a question. Those are just weird questions that I think of. <laughs> now I'm going to have to look them up. <laughs> She's writing a note. Remind me to look that up. But Pastor Steve knows. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but he's gone on vacation. So I'll yeah. do my own research. <laughs> Email him. Yeah. Uh, I know you're having a romantic getaway with your wife, but... <laughs> Not this pressing question. <laughs> um, Maybe we should read the verse again. Yeah. Since we lost our tra um, train of thought. But, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. And so this is like if you're going through your day and like kids are screaming and you hear in your head, give thanks in all circumstances. Or if someone at the grocery store is, like, cutting in front of you and then you're down an aisle where you can, like, cut in front of them or, like, slide in first at the checkout and then you hear, do unto others as you would have done unto yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Holy Spirit reminding you and helping you apply God's Word in your life. Mm -hmm. And as we study the Bible more, that studying and that time that you spend, the Holy Spirit isn't going to let that mm -hmm. go to waste. He will keep that in your head and he'll keep that in your heart and he will bring that to remembrance when you need it. Like when you're praying, like we were just talking mm -hmm. about, or if you just really need to check yourself, the Holy Spirit will give that to you. Or if your kids are acting out and you need correction for it, he'll, he'll give you like the one that I always do for my kids. And it, for my mom and dad, or my mom did, it, just obey your mother and father. But the first time that I was using it, I expected just to say the commandment is obey your mother and father. And for whatever reason, I kept talking and said, and it will go well for you. <laughs> and that last part is very, it's important, very important for kids. Yeah, yeah. because they want to know the why, the why behind what they're yeah. doing. Mm -hmm. and And that is a big one. So that when I was saying that to my daughter, even when I said it. My mother-in-law texted me later, and she said, I love that you said that. And I was mm -hmm. like, it wasn't me, first of all, but <laughs> I am also glad. <laughs> I feel like the Holy Spirit, I mean, I know that the Holy Spirit is the best parenting tool you can Oh, have. for sure. Because they, first of all, the Holy Spirit knows our child's hearts mm -hmm. and minds, and they know what will speak to them personally. Mm -hmm. And so if we are attuned to the Holy Spirit, then he... He will give us words to say to our kids in those moments of correction. That will touch that their hearts, yeah. affect them. Mm -hmm. We may not see it right away, but later, I mean, it's a seed planted, mm -hmm. just like you said. That Yeah, we have, I mean, there's, in the Moms Connection that we used to do, there's a girl, Jessica, and 
her mom used to tell her scriptures when she wouldn't like clean her room and she was talking about this at mom's connection how her mom would like write her notes of scriptures about like on laziness and she spouted off like five of them and it was just because her mom constantly gave them to her and she remembered them <laughs> this is one thing i wish that i was better at i just i don't know i mean i know it will come from reading god's word yeah. more and not hopefully by the time my kids are older i will be able to just like Pummel them with it, no. Yeah. <laughs> but hopefully I'll be Lazy is the slugger who leaves his shoes at the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta say it with an accent. You gotta say it like you're in the middle evil times. But uh, I hope that, you know, I know that if I continue to read his word, that mm-hmm. it'll, just, it'll just be a part of me. It'll be something I can use to uplift my kids and correct them and guide them. And I am so thankful that the Holy Spirit yeah. is there to help me do that. I have I have a scripture written down, but it's so long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you could just say. Well, yeah, the scripture is First Corinthians six through, or sorry, First Corinthians two six through sixteen, and it's talking about how God's wisdom is revealed to us by the mm-hmm. Spirit. And there's so many. Well, obviously, the whole thing is necessary and good but there's so many little things in here just like what we have received is not in the spirit of the word of the world but the spirit who is from god so that we may understand what god has freely given us this is what we speak not in words taught by human wisdom but in words taught by the spirit explaining spiritual realities and spiritual taught words Mm -hmm. the holy spirit's presence in our life is essential to understanding the scriptures my husband can pick up the bible and he will be able to explain to you times and dates and people who said things. Mm -hmm. And he has intellectual knowledge of the Bible, Mm -hmm. but he doesn't have the Holy spirit. Spiritual knowledge. So yeah. So there are things that when he reads them, he doesn't understand why they're in there Mm -hmm. and they don't make sense to him. And it's weird because when, when he's reading it, I'm sitting over there and I'm like, Freak, yeah, Paul. Yeah, Say Paul. it. Yeah. And my husband like, is like, lights you on fire. Yeah. yeah. And then Cody is like, oh, what how can he say mean? that? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm or like, they take it in the wrong context. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have seen that time and time again with like coworkers who don't, you know, don't have a relationship with God or people in my life who don't. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll say something like, this is what the Bible says, and they'll just look at me with these blank looks. And I love how it says that. You cannot understand spiritual language, yeah, without the Holy Spirit, because it's like, yeah, we there's things that we say like sanctification mm-hmm. and redemption and uh, transgressions and all the you know Christianese is what they mm-hmm. call it that people don't understand unless they have a relationship with God, because those are like words specific to God, yeah, 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 and to our our life mm-hmm. as His follower, yeah, yeah and that. <clears throat> Everything that's in the Bible is there for a reason, and it has purpose behind it, and you really need the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. to be able to see that. And I don't know where the scripture is. It might actually be this one somewhere in here, mm-hmm. the long one that I just said, but it does say that the Holy Spirit illumines the Bible for us. Mm-hmm. He lights it up, and he shows us what the purpose behind yeah. the lesson, or what the lesson behind the words are. Yeah. And, it, I mean, we, we have to have the Holy Spirit for the Bible to make sense, mm-hmm. which... It's kind of sad, but it's also awesome. <laughs> and it's really hard just knowing that people could pick up the Bible. Yeah. And that is a big reason why a lot of people have such issues with the Bible. Mm-hmm. Is that they 
don't understand what they're reading or the purpose. And people use it. People who don't have the Holy Spirit can go and they can pick something out of it and totally take it out of context and yeah. use that to justify sin yeah. or justify punishment for sin that isn't actually mm-hmm. supposed to be yeah. there. Well, and I think I think that the biggest one in today's world is they take things out of the Bible and they say, this is what the Bible says. Isn't that bad? Like there's one particular story that I just read in um, Second Kings, I believe, and it's about Elijah. Mm-hmm. It's the first one, the older one. Elijah or Elijah. I never get those two straight. But the older one... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, no, it's the younger one because he, the other one goes up into heaven (laughs) and he's leaving the city and these, it says it, these, um, it says children, I think is what it says, come out of the city and are like taunting him, calling him baldy pretty much and saying, you go up, you go up, pretty much telling him to die. Mm -hmm. And he turns around and like curses them and all of a sudden a bear comes. Oh yeah, yeah. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, these, this bear is killing children because a man of God, mm-hmm. in parentheses, says, says to do it. So how is, how is God good if he's killing children? And not, actually, if you go into the original language, the word that they're using is the same word that they used for David when he became a king. Mm-hmm. And it means young man. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's like guys in their maybe teen, like late teens early or 20s, early 20s. Yeah. And um, that's the problem is that if you're reading the Bible from without the Holy Spirit and not knowing who God is, you may find things in here that freak you out. And you're like, what? We're supposed to kill homosexuals. We're supposed to kill women who commit adultery. But there's rules about slavery. Well, if you look at that from a standpoint of you don't know who God is, yeah, that doesn't look good. But if you look at it from the standpoint of having the Holy Spirit and actually knowing who he mm-hmm. is and knowing like 100% that he is good, then it changes the way you look at it and you come and you come into it with an open mind mm-hmm. trying to find what's good in it. And if you study it, like I did, like I was like, that's a weird story. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> so I looked into it and people in the like original language and I was like, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. It was these guys essentially taunting a guy who is a man of God and like full of the Holy Spirit and telling him to die. Mm-hmm. And so did they deserve to die? I don't think so, but I don't, I'm not God. So yeah. I don't know what the point of that was other than back then people died all the time for lesser things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I just, I think that even that, like taking something out mm-hmm. and saying we're supposed to kill homosexuals. Yeah. Man, there's such a big war right now that is so mm-hmm. illuminated. It's Christians against homosexuality. Mm-hmm. And while I do disagree with it, I think that there's so much light being put on this one sin and we aren't even thinking about anything else. Yeah. Yeah. That sin is equal. Mm-hmm. If you yeah, commit yeah. one, you've committed all. Yep. And that's in James. That's in the book of yeah. James. Yeah. And it, I, that, it's really, really hard for me when I just, anytime voting and elections come around, because I do disagree with it, but I don't think that we should be at war with people because that's showing them that mm-hmm. we don't, we aren't, we don't, we aren't giving them God's love in that. And it, it's a tough spot to be in. <laughs> oh, for sure. But it's, it's like, should there be, should they be able to be married? 
I don't know. But in the end, it's like, that's not my yeah. choice to make. That's God's choice. Mm-hmm. And that's the person's choice. So I may vote to maybe, yeah, they can choose to be married. But that's their choice. Yeah, and they and will be I don't agree sin, with yeah. it. Yeah. And, I mean, I choose to sin all the time. They can choose to sin. You yeah. Know? Uh, we all fall short. Well, yeah. And, I mean, even, like, hearing that they can choose their sin and I can choose mine. Like, even just now, while I'm sitting here recording mm-hmm. this, I'm, I had the thought, but theirs is worse. It's not. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Nope. We are, yeah. we are equal in our sin. Well, and, I mean, at that point... In the Bible, in the Old Testament, is talking about they should be put to death for things like that. But that was God trying to preserve goodness in man mm-hmm. for the rest, rest of, of the time and the yeah. future. He was trying so to create. So at that point, he had to create a standard yeah. where there was absolutes in order. Because if he didn't, mm-hmm. the future would be evil Mm -hmm. that would just be it if he didn't say this is what's good and this is what's not and you need to kill the people who are not doing Mm -hmm. what's right then there would it would have outweighed yeah would have first of all there would have been no repercussions for people's sin Mm -hmm. they would have just continued to sin until everybody was just sin and there would be no goodness in the world i am not saying that people who are homosexuals are not good I'm just saying that is God's standard, and he says that's wrong, and I believe it's wrong Mm -hmm. because that's what he says, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean you can't be a good person. Just like people who steal can, they may may steal, but they can still have parts of them that are good. Mm -hmm. People who commit adultery doesn't mean that they're the worst person in the world. They're just giving over their lives. But if he wouldn't have had that standard back then... It would have just con- like evolved. Morality into- would have. Yeah, there wouldn't have been. been. Yeah. No, everyone would have just done yeah, whatever and they wanted. I don't know if it was the one before or two podcasts ago, but we do talk about that because a big issue that goes around is why why was Israel chosen? And God was creating His standard. He was creating mm-hmm. what we were supposed to live up to. Mm-hmm. That was like a way big rabbit trail, <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> but what we're saying is that God helps Come us back to remember us. God's word or help us to remember God's word and understand and it. understand it. Um, yeah. And I mean, I would have never thought of those things without the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Like my mind would have never gone that way because there, those used to be subjects that I would one I would avoid because I knew what yeah. the Bible says about it because pastors said, would say it, but I didn't know why. And so I would try to look it up, and I'd be like, I don't know what to believe. Yeah. <laughs> and so the Holy Spirit has helped me come to my own beliefs about it, but he might have you come to a different belief about mm-hmm. it. Who knows? Well, not, I mean, the Bible is alive. It's mm-hmm. going to speak something different. Into, yeah. As long as you're, if you have sound theology, the Bible is going to just speak. Yeah. It's just going to speak, Well, guys. I think of that as we're all different. Yeah. So the Bible's going to speak to us in a different way mm-hmm. that suits us, who yeah. we are. Yeah. Yeah. So, which is awesome. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Um, another way that the Holy Spirit um, helps us is to change our ways of thinking. Mm-hmm. In the scripture, Ephesians 4, 23, I literally that says, mm-hmm. let the Spirit change your way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I have Ephesians 4, 22 through 24. That in reference to your former manner of life, you lay aside the old self, which is being corrupted in accordance with the lusts of deceit, and that you be renewed in the spirit of your mind and put on the new self in mm-hmm. which 
which in the likeness of God has been created in righteousness and holiness of the truth. So uh, that's pretty much saying it's going to change our ways of thinking to be what's true. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you guys, but I hear lies all day long in my head. <laughs> and it takes the Holy Spirit to remind me what's true. Um, and I try to... I try to teach that to my kids that, you know, see, right now you're afraid because you have lies in your head, mm -hmm. but this is what's true, mm -hmm. that you're safe. Yeah. And, you know, and that's a simple way of putting it, but, I mean, all day long, you know, especially as women, we hear lies in our head about you're not enough, you're a bad mom, you're ugly, you're out of shape, you're weak, and those are all things to try and get us stuck. Mm -hmm. And while... God has truth for us, and that is we're his children, we are loved, we don't have to be enough because he is enough, mm -hmm. and we are made strong through him, and we are beautiful in his sight, he designed us, we are fearfully and wonderfully made, and I mean, those are all ties into scripture, and that's why it's good to read, read the, the Bible, Bible. Yeah. <laughs> because that speaks what's true, and the Holy Spirit helps us to remember that and in turn transforms our way of thinking. Yeah, and that transforming our way of thinking, that is not going to be instant. No. Nope. You are going to have to read it and declare those truths over yourself over and over. And just having you... Oh man, we just talked about this in our community group too. Um, having the negative thoughts can literally change your pathways in your brain yep. to just think that those are truths about you. Even if they aren't true, if you say them long enough, mm -hmm. you will start to believe them. Mm -hmm. And so when you start to have the new self and you have the truths of God that you're speaking over yourself, it's probably not going to be instant. And you're not going to just be like, I am beautiful, and then go look in the mirror and actually believe it. It's going to yeah. take a while. Yeah. And you, like, you're just going to have to continue to Repeat declare God's truths yeah. over yourself. Yeah. But... If you do that faithfully, I mean, you will, your mind will change and that's why you will of, see yourself as yeah, God does. And that's why one of the uh, armor of God is mm, the helmet, helmet because that's where we need, we need to be realizing that there is a battle in our mind. Mm -hmm. We're talking about our spiritual mind, you guys. So our conscience, our ways of thinking, our personality, those are all affected by how what we what we've been through and what we believe mm -hmm. and if we're believing lies then that's going to change our personality to not be great and it's going to change it causes anxiety it causes depression and you can battle those things with the truth of god mm -hmm. um not the truth of the world <laughs> not the truth of what your mom says not the truth of what man says but the truth of god which is in the bible yeah, and that, I mean, it just if you're a parent and you're listening to the truth of what your mom says, you should be diligent about what you're speaking into your children. Yes, for sure. Because that, mm -hmm. just one small thing that you mm -hmm. don't even think about can change the course yep. of their entire lives. Yeah. Their entire life. Yeah. My mom, I remember growing up, I was always just a string bean. I ran all the time. I never stopped moving. So I was just a string bean. And I remember the... I think I was fourth fourth or fifth grade. I think it was fifth grade because it was right before I went into middle school. And I was sitting on the couch and my mom goes, oh my gosh, look at that. You actually have a little belly. And 
that changed mm-hmm. my entire perspective about myself. Mm-hmm. And from that moment on, I started actually trying. I'm, it was fifth grade. I remember it now because I was in Mr. Gordon's class. Mm-hmm. Shout out, Mr. Gordon. <laughs> uh, and I remember from that moment on, like, using my recess time. I was still in recess mm-hmm. to run and just run. And, like, that changed my whole, like, course mm-hmm. of how I started to see myself. Yep. And I never stopped thinking that I had a belly. Yeah. There are pictures that I look back on now when I was so hard on myself. Mm-hmm. And, what I, and I had a freaking six-pack. I no longer have that six pack because I've had three children, (laughs) but I can look back and I know exactly what I felt when I would look in the mirror and it, it's so horrible to look back and see that now, but yeah, you really have to be just careful about what you're speaking into your children and other, just anyone, just anyone, what you're speaking into anyone. That, and yeah, it's it's important for us to be speaking truth to people. Mm -hmm. What is true, not what we think or feel but what is true i mean of course you're going to tell people your feelings at times but for the most part if it's directed at someone especially your kids what is true like i feel so bad when i say things like you're being a brat because kids hear that and see think i'm a brat Mm -hmm. or you know um you know so it's just like you have to think that anything that i say could actually stay with this kid for the rest of their life and affect how they think about themselves Mm -hmm. and that's with any kids not just your kids yeah and so being making sure that what you're saying is coming from a place of love and something that christ would want you to say or christ would say himself is so important we we slip up and you know we all say things that we either don't mean or that we didn't realize could come across the wrong way and that's when you you be aware of your kids and their emotions mm-hmm. and you you know you go and talk to them and make it right if you said something that hurt them that you didn't realize would but it's just crazy how our minds can take something and distort it and run with it mm-hmm. for the rest of our lives yeah and they've done studies you know on the brain and they're finding out and that's why the it's awesome because the bible says things like be aware of what you say because it has effects on the mind like the bible was saying this and they're just now finding out mm-hmm. this long, this much later about the Bible, about the brain and how it works and that we actually form new pathways in our brain from how we think. And so if we continually think positive thoughts, we'll form new good pathways mm-hmm. in our brain. And if we continually think negative thoughts, we'll form bad pathways that lead to anxiety or depression. And I, I mean, I've personally seen that in my family. I've seen... Well, like the majority of my family has anxiety and I'm not talk- just talking about like my immediate family I'm talking about my extended and it all comes stems from like this just culture of negative speaking mm-hmm. negative speaking about other people negative speaking about themselves and then if they say it to each other that they start to think it internally and like all of my family has anxiety problems or depression problems like the majority of them Mm -hmm. and I'm just like thinking wow people think it's a generational curse or that it's genetic but really it's just this culture of negative thinking Mm -hmm. they're forever yeah (laughs) and so I really try hard not to think in a negative way and be optimistic and it's hard because I tend to be a negative person. <laughs> but um, 
remembering God's truth is such an important part. Mm-hmm. There, oh, oh. I was going to mention a podcast that uh, I just listened to, and it's I think it's called Christian Questions, and they talk about just being yourself, and um, should you just be yourself as a Christian? And this is what they talk about exactly. And they're saying, yeah, you should just be yourself. If You should be yourself if who you are is what Christ wants you to be. So if you're a Christian and you're following after who Christ wants you to be, then you're going to be your truest good self that Christ is wanting you to be. But if you're not following God or, you know, you're a Christian, but you're not necessarily doing the things that God calls you to, you definitely should not just be yourself because you're going to be, if yourself involves being negative, being selfish, being um, angry, being cynical, those are all things that are not from God. Mm -hmm. And so if you are following after God and you're showing the fruits of the spirit in your life, then yes, you are going to be yourself and God is going to use those attributes that are unique to just mm-hmm. you to then affect the world and yeah. the way he wants. Cause he made you the way you are, but you can't let the negative things about yourself that Satan has created in you from life experiences be Oh, I'm just being myself. You can't mm-hmm. use it as an excuse. Yeah. You have to say, I am going to be myself and who God calls me to be mm-hmm. and who God says I am, not what life has made me. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, that's good. <laughs> that, I mean, essentially, that summed it up. But it's like almost two hours, you guys, so there's a lot more. But if you want to yeah. listen to it, um, we'll try and post a link to the, the actual podcast. podcast. Yeah. 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 And that is a good segue into our topic for next time. Yeah. Uh, we are going to start going into um, the fruits of the Spirit. Yeah. yeah. So we want to end with reading what the fruits of the Spirit are. Because um, this is really going to show you how you, or tell you if you are living mm-hmm. in the Spirit. Because these will be in your life. Um, and the, so it's Galatians 5.22. And, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The law is not against such things. It's Galatians 5, 22 through 23, by the way. (laughs) I was like, oh wait, there's still more. Um, So yeah, we're going to actually go through each individual fruit of the Spirit and talk about how the Holy Spirit will help you without that fruit, like mm-hmm. each individual one, because there's just so many ways <laughs> for each, each one. one. Yeah, yeah, there's just so many ways that we can talk about it. And um, I don't know about you, but I don't always have these in my life. I know. As soon as you said this is how you'll know if you're living in the Spirit, I was like, I don't know if I want to hear these right now. It's <laughs> <laughs> been a long couple weeks. <laughs> Well, it's a it's a road, Cherry, and we got it. We sometimes we just have to take our time. And we go backwards a little bit and go back forward. And there's no shame. Um, sometimes your car just stalls. And you yeah, don't go yeah, exactly. You get stuck 
It's like God is, has us stuck working on one fruit until we kind of got that one. And then, okay, okay, now we can move to the mm-hmm. next one. And then something happens and you have to go all the way back and start all over again. Yeah. It's just... I feel like parenting in itself is just a test of learning the fruits of the spirit. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I'm excited to go through all these and my kids actually really enjoy learning about the fruits of the spirit. Like that's just one of the things that will stick with them. And I I hope I can convey to them like the key is it's fruits of the spirit. Mm -hmm. Not our spirit. Yeah. The Holy Spirit. My kids really like the books that we have. On the, on the mm-hmm. I think it, they're so colorful. Yeah, and they make, they rhyme. Yeah, and they have actual fruits. <laughs> yeah, fruits attached to them. Yeah. Um, uh, um, so, if you guys have any questions about tonight's episode, feel free to hit us up. I think we've said our different things enough that you should hopefully know it. But you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, um, our website, which is linked to the podcast on iTunes. Um, so if you want to get in touch with us, you definitely can. Yeah. Thank you for listening, folks. Bye. Bye.